welcome to Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. This podcast is for people who want to learn how to thrive with a disability. It is also designed to share insights for those who have friends or family with a disability. Brad Gabrielson, our host, was born with cerebral palsy and uses a wheelchair for mobility. He is a North Dakota native and believes life is about managing challenges with understanding, mental toughness, and determination. Welcome to another episode of Living with the Disability No Big Deal podcast. My name is Brad Gabriel today, and I'm with Greg Mall today at the, at the Pretty Dakota show here in Jamestown, North Dakota at the Jamestown Civic Center. Hi, Greg. We're here today at the Pride of Dakota show, which is actually a, a showcase of uh, North Dakota companies, all based in North Dakota, network of companies been going on. Uh, it's an organization been going on for uh, decades now, actually, and they have several trade shows throughout the state of North Dakota showcasing all products made in North Dakota, which there are a lot. Hey, Brad, uh, what's the exciting news about who we're going to talk to uh, today? Dr. Mary, uh, Mary, a little bit. She runs the Open Door in Belly City. Also, um, she's involved with the Thunderbird Ranch for DDI patients. Okay. So that sounds exciting. Uh, the Open Door Center, which is the main nonprofit, and one oh, of the holdings correct. is the Thunderbird Ranch, and they they uh, work with traumatic brain injury and also a, a transitional housing, so they can transition yeah. them to be uh, independent, I think. Yes. And she's got, they have a lot of products. Yeah, they have, like, we're thinking, uh... They have soups, they have pig mixes, I believe, everything over there. So, Yeah, like a lot of great whole foods, which are like uh, packaged or boxed, which are easy to make meals, mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of different things. And so we're going to talk to Mary a little bit and learn a little bit more about the Open, do- open Door Center and especially the, the Thunderbird Ranch. So it should be an exciting episode today. I believe it should be, yes. Got a great crowd in this at the Pride of Dakota today, so it's going to be an interesting two days. So I think we should go over and check some of the um, way their product's done and how they got started. What do you think, Greg? Might not be a bad idea. Kind of just talk, uh, try to get uh, some of the stories behind the companies, behind the products, and how things got started, things of that nature, maybe, or? Sounds good to me. Let's go. All right. Right across the way here is uh, Mary Simonson from the, what is it, the Thunderbird Ranch, Brad? Yeah, she's also, I think, part of the Open Door. Part of the Open Door uh, Center. What is the Open Door Center in uh, North Dakota, Valley City? I know it's in Valley City. Um, I think it's a... Place where the men get into help them help them with their needs and stuff like that. I'm not really sure. Let's go find out 
a lot of programs, and one of them is uh, to help uh, rehabilitate and try to integrate people with traumatic brain injury into the uh, into society and help them be more independent. So, looks like they got some soups and some popcorn, all kinds of things over there. Looks like it. Let's go find out the evil made was the. Uh, I know there are some soups that I would be interested in. Well, uh, they're supposed to be quick and easy, and I'm getting hungry just looking at that stuff. So, Me too. What's the name of the company here? Uh, actually, it's Open Door Center. Open, Open Door Center is the holding company for, uh, I see here, Eagle's Nest Bookstore and Gift Shop. And then over there, I see Colorado Jack. Is that another, is that a ranch? We make that popcorn. We actually produce the popcorn. Oh, sure, yes. Because Colorado Jack's main office is in Devil's Lake. Okay. It's owned by Brian Engstrom. So, oh, it is? Yeah, yeah. So what if you know... Yes, yep. He's got a lot of beans he grows, too. So Really? Yeah, he's a big farmer. Wow, the big. bean uh, side of it must be helpful. Is that, right. Because it's not only popcorn, but you have... A bean. Uh, yep. He gets his. Well. He gets his popcorn from Colorado because they make a different kind of popcorn. So they call it almost a butterfly popcorn because it's huge. So it makes better coating and yeah. stuff like that. Well, so yeah, more we do. Yep, we do some production for them. Um, but they have a lot of big equipment in Devil's Lake. Uh, typically, we started all these products. We actually bought the businesses so we could employ people with disabilities because they were putting together widgets. I mean, how many times just, just put and take together a pen? Yeah. yeah, I mean... What fun is that? Once you've done it, you know how to do it, you yeah. know, and then they do the same thing, or they do the same puzzle for 12 months, you know. They already knew how. Yeah, so. yeah, and you uh, and you relocated it right. from rugby. Well, one from Harvey and one from up in Ray, North Dakota, okay. up in the Northwest. Way Northwest, yep. Yep, yep. So both those companies, Amberland was in the Carrington Harvey area. Okay. And the Thunderbird was in the Ray area. So Thunderbird was the first one we purchased. And then we needed more work and we wanted to expand profits. So or expand products. So then we bought Amberland and they wanted to sell both these Folks have put their uh, company on sale through the Pride of Dakotas, you know, kind oh, of oh, network. Uh, network, yeah. So, so we've added some more of our own ideas, like pie fillings, some of the jellies, uh, a lot of the dips, some of the soups. We also yeah, soups. I see a lot of a lot of uh, box soups, which are. Uh, the uh, one that I was looking at, which is more of a quicker uh, soup, would be the boxed ones there yep. because they're ready in, what, 
25 minutes? Yep. Sort of like Rachel Ray, a meal in 30 minutes. Meal in so, 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, so that, that's kind of like you can make the chili, box chili in 30 minutes. The beans are done, even though they're in the box. They're not. Yeah. Most beans, dried beans, they're just a little take con- forever. Not, they haven't gotten the. They're kind of deep dry or whatever. No, they're scored. They do oh. it this in California. They score it, and then um, so they cook faster. But most dried beans take a couple three hours to yeah. cook. So these are yeah yeah when when you go to work or you work all day and you come home and you want a good meal, a homemade meal, yeah. you know, which is hard to find. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I don't have time to soak beans because they'll be ready to cook when I go to bed. And so this product, I can come home at five and have literally dinner uh, by six. I mean, that counts setting the table and washing your hands and everything. So, and then there's, there's another product that's in a bag, more of the wild rice and the brown rice. Now that takes a little bit longer, I understand. Right. Some of them can be cooked in a crock pot. So uh, like we have bananas barley, if you oh put yeah. that on at eight, it's done by noon. But if you get into the rice, they're going to be in a crock pot, probably low for most of the day. Uh, put it, so you put that on in the morning, yeah. it's done when you get home from work yeah. at like eight. Yeah. So wild rice takes a little bit longer it does. than white rice even. Right. So. But then if, you know, you make a, a four-quart deal of it, yep. I mean, you can eat on that for, you know, a well, couple, three nights during the week, right? And it freezes pretty well. It freezes. So you can freeze it. Cook? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jeez, I didn't know that. I, yeah. I'm going to do that because I like to do rice for lunch at work, but it's like, oh, my God, what did I, you know? Oh and so this, yep. this product, I could just do meal-size bags right, right oh for crying out loud yep. that would be really convenient yep you might need some broth you know to kind of freshen it just up. a little bit yeah. yep but i use like a leftover rotisserie chicken for meat really? or leftover turkey from thanksgiving and mix that in there yeah that's that's the chicken or turkey i use to make it just is a little hardier, you know. So smart. you basically you so we you buy the rice and then and then like well, I would then buy the uh, rotisserie chicken and put it in there myself, right? You can put canned chicken oh, yeah. in any kind of chicken. Yep, yep, leftovers, frozen chicken, you know, yeah, bitten, cooked, but yeah, yeah, it's very easy. Very easy, yeah, and, and uh, if you do it after Thanksgiving. You have the juice from your turkey, so that kind of flavors the broth even more. Yeah. Or the rotisserie chicken. You know, it yeah. has juice. Oh, also. yeah, that's very, very juicy. Yeah. Um, so you can use any of that kind of stuff. It works well. But I think what's important uh, to, to really think about is that it's homemade products. It's not, you can't just go to the store and pick up a bag or a box, a product like this that it's made with with the raw materials that you know where they yep. came from. You had ch- a chain of custody yep. 
probably, likely, on the whole... Uh, oh, yeah, you have to keep track of where To get came chain of custody so you can get, uh, so you know, they come and if they check it. Us, you know. Yeah, that's right. We have to be able to say, what if you got uh, a bag, well, let's say, creamy brown and wild rice, and you thought there was something in it, or you thought it was tainted, then the Department oh, of no, they Health gotta Agriculture can come and ask us. Do the forensics we, on it. No, we can trail it back to Say that's see. where it came from. Yep, so. and we can say none of the other products have it, so we're not sure it's our fault. We're not sure that somebody isn't trying to get a little money. Well, there's so we untold factors. So we have evidence, you know, to protect us, our liability. Yeah. And yep. you have to. You just have to. Well, sure. In this day and age, for sure. That's like... Now, you... Basically, the open door... Yep. I mean, what was its main philosophy when it started? Well, it started in 1957 by some parents in Valley City. They couldn't find appropriate services for their children. Because, see, there was no 94, 142, the laws, you know, the special ed laws did not exist. So they started it and um, they kept it going. And then we became licensed by the Department of Labor to do, um, oh, uh, what would you call it, assembly. So sure. we did assembly. Then they had uh, our lawsuit in 1981, and the federal judge says that this is terrible conditions. They can't live here. They need to be close to their families, to their origin. Really? So they actually said that um, they one of the institutions was closed. So those people had to be found homes. So Open Door Center built a home in 81, one in 82, one in 83, one in 84, and one in 86. So, and um, then we started, just like you and I, when we get better, when we get more skills, we go looking for our own house, yes. right? So, we found apartments for people to live. So, that folks that needed a lot of assistance, yeah. maybe they had a G-tube, maybe they needed oxygen yeah. maybe they you know so some they, challenge so they were able to come out live in the community wow. as these folks that first came yeah got into apartments just like you oh, and I sure. Live in. sure so um so right now we have Valley City and we also serve Lisbon so we have a thrift store down there ah. and that's really cool place because most of the cashiers are people that are involved with the program. Yeah, right. So right. they've learned 
and mastered the skills. cash register. Getting some skills, yep. yep. Most jobs, more if you go to handy hardware or if you go to uh, super value, they might, you might be a stocker. Say you put stock on the shelves, but then all of a sudden there's nobody there and there's customers and they'll uh, say, you have to run the cash right. register. I can't. Yeah, like, so well, you teach them those skills. Those are highly regarded skills. They're much more uh, saleable. They're much more uh, in demand. So yeah, they're they, immediately useful. Yeah. Yep. So we've done some training in that. Also trained them in customer service. I suppose those basic skills you, you assume that well everybody knows. Well, yep. they don't really. Yep. You learn that yep. by being trained. And how to keep up a store. This is a massive store. Right, yeah, yeah. So, how to keep up the store, how to talk to people when they come in. Never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. So, that's worked out really well. So, the store is pretty much run by people with disabilities. Sure. So, so we just keep looking for work wherever we can find. You know, that's the most equalizing thing area. What's the first thing somebody asks you? Your name. The second thing is, what do you do? Yeah. So these Typically people it is. say, my name's Michael. I work at the thrift store. I run the cash register. Yep. So they also have the same thing you and I do. Yeah. Identification by work. Yeah, they do something. Yep. So. Yep. So that's what's great. That's like they'll tell you, oh, I work for Amberland, or I work for Thunderbird, or I work at the bookstore. So, yeah, it's an identity we all do. But the Open Door Center is the is the like the founding or the the holding company, and you got the Eagles Nest Bookstore, like you like you described, and stuff, and thrift, and and whatnot. And then you've got the Thunder. Is that a ranch? Or Thun no. Thunder Thunder Thunderbird. Was, Thunderbird. Yes, that was the name that the people from Ray had. And there, those people, their ranch was actually called Thunderbird Ranch. Okay. But it said, you can have the name. So we just kept the name just so people would know so that it was the same product. Okay. They had a good reputation. So you want to keep that going. And you don't want to have to redo uh, marketing, you know, title, it, it try to introduce people to what new title, it takes too much money. You don't want to relabel, rename. Yeah, so we use, sure. there's an Amberland, was Amberland. I don't know where that name came from. But Thunderbird, no, what was their, their They had function? a big ranch, but Ray, North Dakota. So that's where they came But High Sorn Eagle Ranch was started by some parents in Valley City, okay? And it's called High Sorn Eagle Ranch because the Eagles actually were the funder for many years for the ranch. The Eagles, the Aries. Oh. So they get a lot of money. Oh. And that sort of 
ceased once gaming was pretty much absorbed by the Native American on the reservation. So then started trying to sell things to keep them going. So that's what we do with some of the money. Keep the ranch going. Keep the ranch going? Yeah. Now, what part of the, uh, what, that there's a traumatic brain injury, like, uh, center, is that's the ranch? Yep. Okay, have, was it always a traumatic, or when was it turned into a traumatic no, a TBI it, uh, it, it always, it was recovery. started in 1987 okay. for that purpose. Okay, Parents and then you... did that, Karen Chilson and um, Diane Cohn and her husband did, started it. Um, her wow. husband was a big uh, officer in the Eagles, uh-huh. so he got money and he also worked for Bobcat, So, and he had electrical. He was part of the owner of Rockford Electric. So good, so, nice, easy to get sponsors. Yes, he a had sponsor. a lot of pull with statewide, so that really helped. So, at the Eagles area auxiliary still give a lot of money and support us. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Um, now, is it like all ages of for TBI? It's is it mainly the demographic from 30 t- on up? or No, basically from 18 to about 55. That's because, the range. Well, that's typically... Typically what, where you're seeing them. Okay. Yeah, because we want them to be able to get out in the, the community yeah. to work if they want to work. To go to church in the community, yeah. to attend events, sure. that type of thing. So um, it's located three miles south of town. Okay. And they took a ranch house and expanded it. So now it serves ten people. Really? Yep. Okay. Right on site there. Right on site. Okay. Yep. Uh, is there like a big waiting list or? Well, there's always a waiting list, but like all of North Dakota, we are very, very short of staff. Oh, my. Yeah, it's it, even in, infected oh, into your industry as oh, well. Oh, terrible. Yeah, wow. really awful. Every I don't, place you go, we're like, where a lot of people will call us health facilities. We're really based on a social model, not a medical model. So we're more interested in how they fit into society, what they can okay. do. Integration into yep. the norm. Right. So that's our goal with them. Well, how are you able to do that? Well, we use the bookstore. They meet community people. They join clubs. They go to church. They so they're, they're, they're willing to be outwardly social, and then you right. help them to... Yep, to get friends. involved and yep. and make the make the path. These right. are like pioneers that are right. they're going through the uh, the process to right. to make so, it to the next yeah, stage, it's, it's which fun. is yep. yeah. And then we have uh, a program that serves kids mainly with autism. Okay, I think that's eleven dollars. It looks pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It looks easy. Yep. Now this, I like. this, yeah, I think this one is spicy. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm really spicy. Do you like spinach at all? The spinach yeah. dip is excellent. 
The new spinach dip has artichoke in it also. It's right below, wow. it's right to the it right of the, the dip. there it is, yeah. You like that stuff? Brad heard spinach artichoke dip, and I saw him like I thought saw his ears um, waggle up. You, you like the spinach dip, the uh, spinach and artichoke? Yeah, I sure do, and I, and I also bought some um, split pea and ham soup they had, man. Split pea and ham. Now, now this is homemade here. I mean, all the products are they know where the. In North Dakota, it's unbelievable. This whole place is great. You got, and it, from my understanding, it takes 30 minutes by the time you walk into the kitchen to the time you're eating split pea soup. Yeah, that's true. The chili does, yeah. yeah. Most of some of those soups, but my kids like hot stuff. Your kids like hot stuff. Not Seems me. like they can't get it hot enough these days. I stomach does my stomach doesn't. Well, there's definitely some spicy stuff over there. Yeah, it's good. Spicy stuff is supposed to be good for you, I think. Yeah, but when you got gastritis, uh, you can't chew it. You won't. That's a bad deal. Yeah, yeah, I have to take like protonics because I've got that. What do you call it? That Reflux. chest burn and all that. Yeah. yeah. If I don't take it for one day. These two. There's eleven dollars there. It's kind of neat because you could spread these. I mean, over several meals. You don't yep. eat it all at one time. Yep. Unless you're feeding a large family, but that's yep. cheap. Yep. That's yep. cheap when you look at it for yep. feeding your family uh, a homemade meal for, you know, 10, 12 bucks. Yep, it is. Yeah, it's good. My kids love this soup. No, is it, is this product, is it pretty unique? Do you have a unique, uh, are you unique as far as uh, what you're offering compared to like Somebody else might say, well, our stuff is homemade, and it's really good, and, and it's the best, and you say the same thing. And Is there anything that's more proprietary to what you do? Or? I don't think there's anybody else that gets so much into the soup as we do. Oh, really? You know, there's people that, make, like, um, Barry Dakota makes syrups. Syrups. And, and But we do, too. But they make syrups and jams, but we haven't much larger variety than most really? companies. So you've, yeah. you've expanded uh, oh, huge throughout amount. the years. Uh, lots of different dips we've added. Lots of different soups. We've gotten gluten-free. Got a whole array of gluten-free product. Gluten-free is, is a big market. Yes, yeah. Big, huge. So we've got angel food cake and we've got uh, brownies, we've got cookies, and we've got pancakes, and you can just go on and on and on. So, and so, the people that work for us in this, these companies, they actually develop those. So they actually develop the gluten-free because people kept asking for oh, gluten-free. Sure. Yeah, it's you've been very uh, ambitious, very driven. Uh, in, yeah, in uh, it's exciting. It's it seems fun. like yeah, the, it's the drive and the uh, the vision well, and we the have, willingness to not just be static is. Uh, we have a lot of people. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of energy in that in yeah. that uh, organization. Yeah, we have great staff, great people. Good lord, yeah. passionate about yes. what they do. Yeah. I think and excellent board directors. 
Yep, go ahead, try it. Yeah. See what happens. You know, so that's... They're not like, oh, we no. don't want to do that. No. You know, it's like, so, hey, if you think it'll work. Yep. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Very fortunate. Yeah, you are. Really fortunate. Um, so. You know, back to that traumatic brain injury, there's several causes for that, isn't there? I mean, well, several ways to get it. Yeah. It can be uh, from car accidents. That's the most... Um, Is that right? Yep. Uh, but we're seeing a lot of veterans. You veterans. know, yeah, the VA does a lot of uh, trying to assist veterans from those IDs, yeah. from uh, car accidents, from airplanes and helicopter accidents. You know, there's a lot of great injury that occurs with that. Are they able to help them at the uh, I, I VA, think, or is it not effective? Or I think they do some good things. You know, they're certainly concentrating on the suicide prevention. And one of the big problems associated with brain injury is depression, yeah. because they can't do what Anxiety they used to do. They don't feel any different, but they can't do it. Yeah. Uh, we always, um, I think one neurologist, neuropsych that we use, he always said they can talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk. So you could ask somebody at the ranch, how do you make a chocolate chip cookie? And she could tell you, but she couldn't go into the kitchen and do it. Oh. So. <laughs> See, that's hard for people to understand. Yeah, it is. It's really it's like that difficult. doesn't make sense. Step by step by step yeah. by step. That's yeah. just difficult. Really, to organize and focus. It's almost like a barrier. Of, it is uh, huge. Between huge barrier. The brain areas. It is. Yeah. So it just is. Um, they, you know, concentration is hard. Organization is hard. Um, sometimes speaking is difficult. Sometimes, um, you know, they're depressed. Self confidence. Yes. You know, Self esteem. Self yep. All of that. I mean, it makes you more. Uh, I mean, they can't. They know better than anybody else what they can't do that they used to be able to do. Yeah. So when you have that internally, that's depressing to think about. Oh, it is. I it's used to be able to do this. I know, I it can bring you down. Right, yep, yep. Bring you down real low, so... Uh, you know, yeah, that and, and that's very frustrating for, you know, because yeah. you sometimes they'll like say, that? I can go do that. And then, well, we try to find a different way for them to do it. We try to find something that interests them you know as something much. that occupy their mind other than depression right. and anxiety thinking. and frustration right. and try to say hey, you know what what would you like most of the time they want to be out meeting with other people seeing people Good. really yeah. they want to be they want to do that well they used to do that many of them used to do that you know so once you're used to being around people you know you, you don't do that 
and you, then you become even more depressed. Well, that's what I mean. And then as you become more depressed, you kind of shrink away even more from wanting to go out and. So we try to so encourage them to come. That's got to be difficult. It's got to be difficult. Most of them get tired of the four walls, you know. And if they find it to be a positive experience, they're like, hey, that wasn't so bad. Right. In fact, now I'm able to go back home. It's always nice to go back home. Right. After you've been somewhere else. Exactly. It's like, oh, that was kind of fun. I'm coming back home and now I can relax. Right. Rather than laying there all day. At, at some place that expresses them because they all decorate their own rooms. They all buy their own furniture if they have the wherewithal. Otherwise, they save up for it. If they work, they save up for it. Go shopping for it. They can take pride and look what I've done. Yeah, it's basic elementary steps that uh, seems to be like has a pod positive effect on their uh, on the uh, on the thought process yep. and things so yep. as far as being able to be content to some matter and well to be happy to move forward to have something different happening in their life just like you and I like new things yeah want to move right. new experiences right so, not be like in a cage where right. you can't uh, get there right um yeah, military veterans, that's a tough one. I mean, yeah, I have a friend is. who, you know, I'm ex-Marine, and uh, he's only like in his 40s now, but he he's not well. No, and he's tough. got two kids and a wife, and, you know, he's told me that, you know, if it wasn't for my little kids, I don't know, man, if, yep. I, could, yep. if I could do this. And I feel so bad. I feel terrible. But a lot of us, that's what makes us keep going is family. It was family and friends and people we care about. Yes. You know, that's human nature. We want to be together with somebody. Yeah. So. Now, uh, he also, ha he doesn't anymore, He but he was associated with the... Uh, with healing with hyperbarics, that hyperbaric chamber yeah. in uh, Fargo. Yes. That, uh, that the that VA was sending some. Yes, it did. See, yeah. He said it saved his life. A lot of people say that. I've heard a couple people feel that they have, that has saved their life from COVID. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You know, no, it's the range of benefits is that are off label are many. Right. Great. And COVID, one of the side effects of COVID is almost foggy brain. Yeah, foggy brain. Which fatigue, is like brain injury. Like a brain injury. Yeah, and a lot of times that, you know, those conditions will last for six months yeah. or 12 months or, you know, so. I think it's it's worth any investment uh, to. Yep. So is that something that you folks we have not had any, any tried that. A okay. friend of mine did, um, and um, he had COVID, and he did that as an aftermath because he had he has a construction company. He ah. said, "I can't run my company. I can't think." Oh so he had that done, and he recovered really well and wow. kept his, and his company still going. But then. He uh, got COVID again. Oh, so, no. But 
Now, he, he said he still has foggy brain, or if it comes back, he'll go do it, you know, use it again. Yeah, yeah, and it really helped uh, Tyler with his depression and yeah. uh, his uh, and his anxiety and his just like total self of uh, a yep. sense of complete right. and utter yep. being at a loss, you know. Yep, and I think Which, that it's very new. You know, we have some uh, longevity studies, but it's not, doesn't have much longevity, really. Really? You know, so hopefully it'll keep doing what we're getting it if it's brain injury or if it's COVID or if it's uh, chemotherapy. Sometimes you can get that, they call it the chemo brain you know the foggy brain what yeah is that like groundbreaking yeah well i don't know i've a, never heard of it yeah a couple of people at you? valley have it have you heard of it no with chemotherapy yeah chemotherapy for, chemotherapy for, for the brain no for the brain for, for brain fog yeah it causes it's yep. a chemical chemo for the brain yeah they, like if for COVID or whatever, it's hard for them. You know, to, brain fog with to, COVID. Yep, they try. It's difficult for them to reach in and pull out words. I can't put my my. It's the word. Yeah, book yep. or library. Yeah, or, yep. Yep. So that's. Oh no. Huh? That's sometimes an after effect. Emo, it's oh, called okay, foggy okay. brain. Oh, that's the after effects. That's the after effects of it. Yeah. Oh, they're first, not treating brain fog people. with a chemo type treatment. No, 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 no. Oh, I was wrong then. No. I was, uh, I no, was mistaken. No, it's. I know one lady Valley. She'll say something. She'll say, "I can't remember. I can't remember." That's my chemo brain working. Oh really? She's very conscious. Seems like the hyperbaric chamber would be helpful for that too, yes, because I would think so. I hear uh, like concussions. Yep. Uh, like if you've had several injury. concussions, um, yep. and you just can't. Yep. You know, my son's had several, and and I guess it, it brings the memory back because it's like I can't go anywhere. I lose my keys. I'm here. I, right. I'm late for work, and it's like hard to put your finger on it. And I don't know. It just seems like it helps darn near. Yep. Anything, yep. even wounds, injuries, yep. like uh, flesh wounds. I they just hope of that, but yeah, that's it's wounds. Good. Like if you have wounds or something. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know more about that than I do, but we, you know, I just know about COVID from yeah. a friend of mine's son. That's what he helped him to get his construction camp company back up and running. Well, he'd have been in a tough spot. Oh, he uh, was because he had a family. He was on the school board like, in his community. And yeah, he so, couldn't have gone on for a lot of months uh, no. without something happening. So. Yep, he kept saying, I don't know what's the matter with me. I don't know what's the matter I can't, with me. I can't do it. Right? Yeah. So he's doing a lot better. He is? Yep, yep. Okay, so he's kind of functioning and at least... Yeah, he's right. Hoping that uh, it stays that way. Right, right. But he'll be right back to that chamber, I think, if uh, things if turn south. Yep, yeah. yep. And apparently it's really expensive. 
to do? Well, they want you to do, uh, I think it's like, they want you to do a session. And a session consists of about 12 times. Okay. To get the full effect. The sure. Full, here's what we would recommend for you to have, you know, yep. long term. And you could say, well, I'm only going to do, you know, four or six. You can do that mm -hmm. uh, and f have some benefit. But just the more that you do, then you'll the more benefit you get. Right, right. And um, so I think it's like, I think it's, t I might be speaking out of turn. We had him on here for the, for that uh, discussion, but I think it's like ten grand for the entire, you know, boot. And uh, I don't know, you know, and it's it's a service that, unfortunately, insurance companies are don't unwilling to, to pay for to pay for, which right. coincidentally is more effective than pharmaceuticals. Yeah. So but what does that tell you? Follow well, the money there. They're in cahoots with the pharmacy companies. No, it's I not about know. health. Right. Medicine is not about health of the population. If it would be, if it was, we'd be a lot healthier with the different natural things like yoga and, and uh, right. you know, look at the foods. Yep. The fresh foods. Um, well, I well, I never did get your name. Now, I did get the first name, which was... Uh, Mary. Mary. I yep. did get that. My last name is Simonson. Diamondson. Simon. Simonson. Okay. Yep. And are you from Valley City? Yep. Really? Yes, I was born and raised there. A lifer so, in Valley City. Wow. Yep. Well, I went away for about 10 years, so. Sure, but you came back, and yep. so it's been a multi-decade venture for you, this uh, yep, open-door company and everything, you know, starting it. and. Yep, it was, it's been I've the best job in the whole world. I have great staff. We have a wonderful board, so... We have people like Bev who work. When did it get its nonprofit status? 1960, I think. 1960? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's been going a long time. And uh, yep. sounds like you have a fully mature, very mature a nonprofit organization. Yes, I think the gaps in, thankfully. Very mature. 1960, yep. 1967. I was seven years and old. there's, you know, it's well funded by a, a very nice, a very good board. Yep. yep. Okay. A lot of sponsors, like, like buying in and then telling them that, you know, if you want to try this or that, they don't, they let, they don't say, you know, they let them. If you think it's going to work, then do it. Rather than saying, oh, you know, we maybe don't think you should be. Right. So there's a lot of more latitude. So in other words, you encourage, you don't discourage. What was that, Brad? You encourage instead of discouraging. As far as trying out new ideas on yes. the board? Because mm -hmm. if they get too stingy on... Right. If they don't want to maybe expand or mm -hmm. limit the success of the nonprofit. Right. That's good. That's very good. Well, Brad and I just got... Uh, he used to, the nonprofit down in Judd, the dog school, yeah, the surf, yeah. that's him, you know. I started that. But he brought in, he brought in all the money. He went out, he was on Parade Magazine, he was on Primetime Live, uh, New York Times, I mean. Wow. 
And so... I know how to raise money, it's just that I needed, needed somebody to support me. They weren't there to do it, so... But that was back in the 70s, 80s. Yeah, I wanted to start this organization when, uh, because my wife, my fiance died six years ago of a uh, heart situation. She, she, she died on the table, died in surgery. Went completely just so, so I, um, so I wanted to do, yeah, for 30 years. Then married his caregiver, and then she was still his caregiver. Yeah, so... So that kind of went away in one day. So. Yeah, so I basically, you know... But I was, but I wanted to keep her name alive, so I figured, well, she always helped me, and now it's, I want to help others in her name, you know. So, so I wanted to do... I used to do public speaking. I was on uh, some national TV shows and stuff like that, so... I'd like to. I'd like to do that again. Maybe I can educate some people. Well, thanks, Mary, so you much for uh, you. your time. That was uh, absolutely. Well, that concludes part two uh, in the interview with Mary Simonson from the Open Door Center in Valley City, North Dakota. Also has other holdings and uh, Eagles Nest Bookstore and the Ranch for the Traumatic Brain Injury. We hope you will listen to part three as that will go over still another interview from another exciting new business owner who is uh, efforting getting into the retail business with a very interesting product. So stay with us for part three of the Pride of Dakota 2021. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living with a Disability, No Big Deal, sponsored by Rolleram. This podcast features Brad Gabrielson, who encourages everyone with a disability to live life to the fullest. Rolleramp is a global company based in North Dakota dedicated to helping people find solutions to accessibility needs. We hope you'll join us again next time on Living with a Disability, No Big Deal.